Welcome back to No Class Podcast. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Okay, Anthony, you yep, are? Right? Yep, yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. You trying to get some you trying to get some energy. I hear I'm you. trying to this right now at this moment is some rain against my window pane. Ooh, he can't stand the rain. Mm, slowly, slowly. <laughs> draining my energy <laughs> yeah it has me exhausted as well but you know what we're gonna keep it going we're gonna keep it going so um let's start off with the honor roll honor roll is where we honor some people who follow us who comment like our stuff um you know just drop us some dimes or whatever because they deserve that's top of the line cute waist slim waist with a big behind i need a dime okay <laughs> Y'all okay. can't see, but Chantel just busted it. She was twerking and everything. Y'all missed all of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and even if I was twerking, you ain't supposed to say nothing. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so um, we only have a couple today. We're going to shout out Mimosa Wasted Podcast. Um, left a comment on our first episode. Thank you so much. We got we got three strong, solid sis, Okay. Thank you, sister. <laughs> and I also wanted to shout out Monsteration. Um, he left us a DM because we tagged him. So we're doing a Turn of Tuesday, and we post some of our favorite songs that we're listening to for the week, and we posted one of Monsteration songs. So what up? What up? Yeah. So um, Thanks yeah. Thank you. We appreciate it. Keep it. Keep it coming, though. For real. Keep it coming. We appreciate the engagement. Like y'all get your shout outs. Y'all get your notices, you know, so just come on. This is good. It's report card time. Let me get my red pen. I feel like somebody's in for detention. So now it is report card time. Report card card time. Turning those papers. It's time for us to do some grading. Let's grade these suckers. Um, so let's go first to Let's do some sad news, unfortunately, first. Because um, that one segues into another one. You okay. Want to go on, um, Elijah Cummins? Yeah, so, guys, um, this week we lost one of Baltimore's most renowned politicians, um, U.S. Congressman Elijah Cummings. He passed away. Um, and... Uh, yeah, he was 68 years old. Um, more news is coming out, but they're saying that he passed away due to, you know, a series of illnesses or I guess complications from illnesses. From what I know and from what I've seen, um, based on a couple sources, that he passed away in hospice, in Gilcrest mm-hmm. Hospice. Um, so I'm thinking... <laughs> and. You know, of course, people who know him will know this, but, you know, I'm thinking he was long suffering with an illness that he did not tell to the public. So um, our thoughts and our condolences are with him, his family, his friends, his loved ones and his constituents. Um, We just wanted to highlight him because he has made an impact and you know we've re- like we tweeted a couple months ago when he basically was at the center of a Twitter debate with President Donald Trump, and so yeah, we were back on the map in the news, and Elijah Cummins was not for that ass with Donald Trump. So um, you know we 
all watched as that went on. But I personally have had different experiences um, with Elijah Cummins and under his reign because I remember when he when I was applying to colleges, um, he held a few different programs and he um, was introducing us to different ways to get scholarships and grant money and things like that in order for us to help pay for college. Um, so that was my personal experience with him and his office. Um, I know he's helped countless people. He's been in many neighborhoods, you know, like helping out, you know, I cannot speak anything negative on his character at all. Like, he was he was real and he was true from my understanding. I know everybody might have a different opinion. If they do, then go for you. But um, you know, I just wanted to say that we honor him and we are so grateful to have had him in Baltimore and, you know, his presence in the city and his funeral will be in a couple days on Friday in New Psalmist Baptist Church. So guys Prepare yourselves for that traffic going up and down Northern Parkway. I'm not sure where he'll be buried, but um, it's going to be a long one. Not Aretha Franklin style. He ain't doing no shoe change. But, um, oh. yeah, just guys, prepare yourselves. And, yeah, so sorry that yeah. we had to break this news. Or not break it, but relay this news. Yeah, yeah. So, Rest in power. Definitely. So, I have an item that is... Like, stemming from that. And so, um, Cher has offered to pay the legal fees for a black security guard fired for telling a white student to stop calling him nigger. Wow. And so, um, the student, you know, kept telling the black security guard and kept calling him nigger. And the black security guard said, please don't say, please don't call me nigger. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know if there were other people there or the kid reported it that the Security guard said that he said the security guard said nigger, even though he was saying, don't call me nigger. And they have a strict policy that staff are not allowed to use it. And so they fired him. They do not have policies um, to expel students when they use it, Mm. use the language. And so um, Cher was responding to it through tweets and basically was saying, um, this is so sad. Um, trying to find how can people be so disrespectful is what she said Mm -hmm. and then this was also coming in her and she was mentioning like the passing of elijah cummings um and the timing of that incident happened afterwards with him being such um a social justice warrior so Cher has offered that if this gentleman decides to um move forward and sue the school district i would then she would go ahead and um pay for the attorney fees for it Okay. So, um, oh, good share. Yes, yeah, great share. I like that. So, um, school district, this is one of those things that just makes no damn sense at all. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all totally get a big fat F for this. Um, F for the student that said it also. Mm. Um, feel so bad for the guy who had to endure that as the security. Definitely. Um, sending you strength and positive vibes for that um, to navigate this. Um, cause it sucks a lot. So I don't understand that policy. You know, they're saying that staff isn't allowed to use it, but if you're going to have what I'm guessing, it's, it sounded to me like it's a zero, po- zero tolerance mm-hmm. policy for mm-hmm. the use of that word. 
Um, I don't know what that policy extends to, if it extends to any other racial epithet or if it extends to any other racial racial slur. Mm -hmm. I don't. But one thing I is not clear is that why is it not extending to the students Mm -hmm. and the teachers, the students, the teachers, the staff, the parents? Like, why is it not extending? Like, if you're going to have that be a rule among staff, like if 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 that's a rule, like make it a rule for everybody, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. have it be a equal playing field. Mm -hmm. And if you're not affected, like not, not affected, but certain racial groups are affected by certain racial slurs. Mm -hmm. Okay. We all are coming to terms with the use of the word nigga, you know, the empowerment behind it, the destruction behind it, you know, as black people, as as African people, as African American people, mm-hmm. you know, and for this man to say like, don't call me nigger, and you say like, you're fired because you said the word. Where the fuck is the logic in any of this? Is this dumb leading dumb out this bitch? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's so stupid to me. I don't. Like, I don't see how any person, any person, no matter what race, could look at this situation and be like, okay, well, this is pretty ridiculous. We know that we have this policy, but um, this is the situation that's happening right here. So, y'all go ahead and continue being ridiculous. (sighs) Y'all are going to have to pay the consequences for it. Um, because the story has gone national and has a lot of attention. It's not yeah. going anywhere. So, and we need some, like, I, I would love to see this, this security guard, this ex security guard move forward with a lawsuit because there needs to be some change implemented in that scenario. Like that absolutely makes no logical sense at all. It just does not. None. Dumb. None. So thank you for the F. None. Well deserved. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to see what happens, though. I yeah. can't wait to see that if he moves forward, um, what that looks like. Because um, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure that he could be able to sue because, you know, he did lose his job. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know what else could be attached to that in that situation. Them lawyers going to find a way. all the things. I hope he gets all the, the things. The lawyers are going to find a way, okay? Yeah. Best believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You have another story? Um, that was my only one. Okay. I believe. Do you have one? Mm, no. Okay. I mean, I'm still like just feeling my way around this world, man. Mm-hmm. All the news that happens, like I, I haven't he- heard any really nice news yeah. recently. Just the sad stuff. So. Yeah, and speaking of more sad stuff, so we usually. We'll end our report card with the gold star, the the, the detention. Mm, my tongue is not moving today. Um, but we decided we wanted to have some moments of silence. One for Congressman Elijah Cummins, who we talked about, but also Tantiana, who was murdered in Texas in her home by police officers. We're sure that you all have seen that story by now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that is also going mainstream. Um, we talked about it before. Um, everybody else has pretty much discussed it. We know who needs to get F's in this situation. We know who we would need to send good vibes to and prayers to, which is Tatiana's family. Um, so there's not necessary for us to examine it. 
Uh, but we do want to like honor them, honor their spirits and their legacy, and give a few minutes, of, a few moments of silence. So we ask you, listeners, to do the same. Thank you all again. Sending them um, good energy, prayers, mm-hmm. thoughts, rest in power to both of them. Rest in power. Yes. Always. That is the end of our report card section. All right. We're going to take a quick break. All right, guys. All right, guys. Welcome back. So um, I have a wonderful guest here. Woo-hoo. And uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. It's Celeste the Golden Goddess signing on of I Slay the Podcast. How you doing? Wow. You super <laughs> professional with that. Did you practice that? You know I practice with my podcast. Have I you mean, done I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Are you a professional? Okay. Professional. Oh, How you doing? I mean, do you got a show or whatever? I'm just saying. I just follow us on Instagram at I Slay underscore pod. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Anthony and Celeste. I want to ask you guys, what is your most memorable Halloween? Like, do you have a story about your most memorable Halloween? So, I've never really done, my mom never did Halloween and stuff. So, when I was like a teenager, I was like allowed to just do whatever I wanted to do, kind of. Mm-hmm. And it was election time, and I went out with some white friends, and they were like, we're going to go trick or treat, but we really didn't. We went. <laughs> We were going to people's yards, taking down their George Bush signs and like throwing it in the mud and throwing it in the trash and all this. So it was like a whole night of just doing that. And then we went to this one house and they had like multiple George Bush signs. And the plan was to like TP the house, but it didn't happen. We got the toilet paper and stuff, but it didn't happen. But that's still, I don't know why that's the most memorable Halloween I've had. That rest of them, I guess, because they're so cliche, mm-hmm. and I was so unique, and I was like, oh, okay. That's the closest I got to doing some, like, teenage white boy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's teenage black boy shit. It sounds like, especially because um, that sounds like, what's his name from Queen Sugar? Michael West and his friends? Oh, yeah. That sounds like some shit they would do. Or they did. <laughs> but yeah, you want to go next? Sure. Um, I also, we didn't really do Halloween like that um, in my house. But as an adult, I was like, I'm going to go out. Whatever. Mm. It's cool. So last Halloween, we did a bar crawl um, mm. down Fells Point, And the, the drink specials were super lit. And so were we. Ooh. So <laughs> um, I got into a argument via text message with this guy I was talking to. Oh, no. Uh, on Halloween because he wanted me to like text him throughout the night and it's like oh sweetheart we haven't even gone on a date you want my attention I'm out (laughs) I cannot do that no thank you super thirsty but um what you doing now (laughs) what about now I'm minding my business (laughs) and it's like my tolerance versus my best friend's my other best friend's tolerance is a little drastically different because she was trying to keep up with me so she was so drunk she couldn't remember us walking from Fells Point to Raw and while she was in the bathroom apparently throwing up oh. this girl at the next table was like there was this girl in a costume throwing up in the bathroom and I'm like oh shit now I gotta go wow. <laughs> save her but she came back just in time cause I'm like I don't want this girl to think you know the waitress cause it's just us that we abandoned our table but good thing she came back yeah, so <laughs> yeah so 
I'm usually the one who can remember everything most times. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. So hopefully we'll have a repeat. You know, drink specials was popping. So. Yeah, that's okay. fun. So yeah, my um, most memorable experience was in college. Um, um, we went to a Q party, and from what I can remember, what had happened was yeah. So from what I can remember, um, this was us leaving. It was really cold at Halloween. And it was me and about four or five. Oh my gosh, it was like five other friends. So we were looking for a ride because this party was off campus. We were looking for a ride. And I remember two of my homegirls. Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all got into the car with some dudes that was looking like MS-13. No offense to anybody Latino out here. But y'all know who they be looking like too. And, um... One of my other friends, she was a gym coach. So she blew the whistle at them. It was like, burr, burr, MS-13, get out the car. So it was just really funny. <laughs> I'm not going to tell y'all all the details in there, but um, it was a really random night. Like one of my friends was a mad scientist. So she had like beakers and like little test tubes and shit that Yo, she stole. Y'all the guy from Muppets <laughs> when you said beakers. No, she stole like test tubes and shit from the chemistry lab. Like, she was just like, man, like, I need this for my costume. And, you know, because we were in college, so we had like chemistry, we had like chem um, robes and stuff like that. And she was, she called herself the mad scientist. She put green facial paint on her face. And I was like, you so random. I can't remember what the fuck I was. I was probably something not unique just because like I was horrible with thinking of Halloween costumes and then my other friend was a gym coach. My friend Aaliyah, she was Aaliyah the singer. Um and I can't remember what my other friend was. Sorry y'all. I mean it was a random fun night. We were very, very, very drunk. Especially because we went to a Q party and we were drinking <laughs> whatever little Drink Plenty the cues, mm-hmm. whatever little drink the cues be making, and I I just remember it being a whole travesty of a night, but in the best way possible. Um, yeah, we still talk about it. My memory is always fuzzy, <laughs> like even when sober. So y'all can't count me count on me to tell no stories. But if y'all catch any one of my friends, and if any one of my friends hears this shit, they're gonna be like, "Shan, I can't believe you told this fucking story." But I didn't tell all the details, so we good. Jim Coach Val, you know who you are, and you blew that whistle, girl. <laughs> but that's one of my most memorable. Oh, and my other one, my other one was um, we were a few years older. Um, me and my a, a, another group of my college friends, we um, we went out to like some bar crawl in D.C. One of my friends, he was Prince. He, like, found this whole purple suit from the thrift store <laughs> and had, like, the little, <laughs> had, like, the little um, Prince get-up going on. So, everybody kept stopping him and was like, are you Michael Jackson? He was like, I'm Prince, motherfucker. <laughs> so, it was very funny. Um, and then my other friend, um, damn it, she played, who's that woman from House of Cards? The main lady. You know what I'm talking about. Y'all don't know, but they know what I'm talking about. They don't know. <laughs> um, she played her. I, like I said, was not creative, guys. I swore. What like, were you in these Halloween costumes? 
I wore Mickey ears that day. And I was <laughs> you know what? That's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to need you to step up your game. Because I'm not paying no extra money. Oh, my Number gosh. one. Number two, like, I don't celebrate Halloween like that. Like, my the only person in my family who really loves Halloween is my sister. And that's because her birthday is in October. She's just always, like, spooky shit. Like, I'm good. I mean, I like spooky shit because it don't be spooking me out. But, like, I'm good on all that. <laughs> Any occasion to like drink extra and eat candy, I fuck with, but I don't gotta dress up for it. You gotta be creative and find stuff like in your closet. Like for my story, I was Velma and I have glasses, I had a skirt, and I found a sweater and put on some shoes. The Mickey ears were in my closet. (laughs) That's a very little effort. You know it. I just don't wanna put on the effort. Do some makeup or something, do the eyeliner and lipstick. What you saying? Mary and Joseph. <laughs> and all his carpenter friends. My God. So everybody be prepared when you invite Chantel to your Halloween party. Look, this let is me... how she's showing up. <laughs> she going One to Halloween. <laughs> One Halloween, we had a party at my apartment. And um, I was... <laughs> I was caution. I wrapped myself in caution tape. <laughs> So you found some caution tape for a dollar and you was like, this is going to be I didn't find it for a dollar. I found it on campus somewhere. (laughs) We stole a caution tape. Yeah, I guess we were kleptos in college. Did you at least make a dress out of it or something? You just just wrapped it around your arm? Not a dress per se, but... You know, I did my little thing. And then one of the guys... <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. And then one of the guys came up to me and he was like, I don't get it. And I was like, well, fuck you. Like, I was so mad. Like, I'm cautious. You don't get the costume and it took five minutes for me to put together. I wasn't doing that. I wasn't doing a whole lot. Wow. And I'm not going to do a whole lot. You get what you get with me. Okay, guys? Wow. 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 The bar has been set very high. <laughs> No group costumes for Chantel. Please no. <laughs> Please no. Y'all look, okay, I'm not good with um I, maybe I don't know, maybe it's just the Aquarius in me who always wants to rebel, but I just don't do good great with such like things like that. I'm sorry, I'm just not good with stuff like that. Mm-mm. Like stuff I don't care about, I'm just like, whatever. I just wanna come to the party. You know what I'm saying? Where the drinks at. Exactly. <laughs> What's popping? Alright, we can move on. So, it is the time of the year. Season's changing. Leaves are turning. It's getting a little bit cooler. And things are getting a little bit spookier. Ooh. So, we thought we'd do a whole episode on some of the horrific, true things that have either happened to us or to other people. Um... So I have two stories. I'm going to tell my first one, and then we can come back later on and I can tell my second one. So when I moved to Baltimore, um, I moved into a house that nuns used to live in. Mm-hmm. And so we moved into this house, and it was like uh, probably your more than furnished, usually furnished. Like there were still like tables and stuff in there. There were still dishes in there and stuff that the nuns had used. Um, and it was like a really old looking house. And so, even when you went to the floor above, there was, like, a third floor, and then there was a fourth floor that used to be an attic, and then they transferred it and made it into, like, bedrooms, and it still had, like, very old look to it. So, 
we would often be in there and my roommates, I was like, they're getting on my nerves, even though we didn't have to pay for our BG&E. I was like, they always leaving the lights on. Mm-hmm. And so I would come downstairs at night and be like, why are these lights still on? And then I'd always say something to him about it, but I turned the lights off. I was like, neither one of y'all want to confess that y'all don't let these lights on. This is annoying. <laughs> and so realized, so that was happening. At the same time, there would be times that um, we would be in bed at night and we would hear noises downstairs. And I would assume it would be one of them down there. And I would like laugh across the hall and be like, oh, so-and-so dropped something or something like that. And it's like, Finally, one of my roommates was like, oh, we're all upstairs. No way. Mm. And I was like, it's not like something dropped or somebody's trying to break in or something. And like, we will all go and check it out. And there's something on the floor, but nobody was breaking in or anything. Was it cold? Could you see your breath? Did you see dead people? You know what? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> so then... Um, so it kind of went from levels. There was a basement in there. There would be more weird shit that happened in the basement, but we were in the basement less. Uh-huh. Um, and so finally, we were like, okay, we should start watching and see what's happening. Like, all of us are going upstairs and, like, the, all the lights are off. We would come down in the morning and the lights would be on again. It's like none of us went downstairs to go use the bathroom or anything. The lights are just on. So then the shit started getting too familiar and got too friendly with us because shit would happen while we were in the living room. Just like, there goes a mug down on the ground that just shattered and we were all just sitting there watching TV. Nobody was buying a mug to like knock the mug over. Somebody hated y'all. Okay. So Breaking we were like dishes. we named Don't it we were shit. like we're naming it Nine Ghosts because the nuns used to live here. It's one of the ghosts. <laughs> oh, were y'all being bad? We wasn't doing it. Well. <laughs> maybe you can say that. Change I was like, nah, maybe. So anyway, I moved out and everything and then my best friend ended up moving in a house um, a year or two after I moved out. So her mom is very much into um, like reading cards and like knowing about spirits and stuff. Tarot. Yes. Okay. So the first time she came over to the house, she was like, ooh, somebody else is in here with y'all. And she was like, what are you talking about? Mother knows. And she's like, and starts walking and goes into the basement. She's like, yeah. She's like, there's a spirit that's here with y'all. And she was like, that's weird because this has been happening and this has been happening. She's like, yeah. She's like, don't worry. It's a friendly one. It's nice. It's not going to hurt y'all. <laughs> not the way it was breaking y'all mugs. So that was Nangos. So I lived with Nangos for about two years. Nangos. And, <laughs> and we just kept calling Nangos. And we'd be like, well, Nangos did that again. So... That was the closest I got. She to had a name. Y'all disrespectful. That's why she ain't like y'all. Sister. <laughs> Sister Nungos. <laughs> Sister Mary Clarence Nungos. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, who's next? Not me. <laughs> Alright, I, I can go next. Um, mine is more of like a eerie, weird experience. So, I went to Towson University for undergrad, and there was this party at the university. The party was shut down because there was this party at Morgan. They oversold tickets, so they came to Towson. It was packed. We were at capacity. People were pissed they couldn't get in. So, this from Morgan took those cigarette butt things that weighted ones, smashed it into, like, the window of the student union. Mm-hmm. Nuck a few butt came on. Hey. And you know what happens? <laughs> 
when that happens at a college party. Black and black, black, black. Y'all so black in here. And <laughs> some of the basketball players got into a fight with some kids at Morgan, so they shut the party down, kicked everybody out. So they start bringing, because you know, Towson has its own like police precinct, but it's the university police. Mm. So they bring out the canines, right? And I swear, I had blacked out and had a whole outer body experience because I had a flashback to a life that wasn't mine, and I hate running. I hate running. I've always I had a large chest, so I hate running. I ran for my life, but everything was, like, in black and white, and I felt like I was in, like, the 1950s. During the, you know, like, during the civil rights era. And I had a flashback to a life that was not mine. What? And the next thing I knew, I got to my friend's dorm building because I didn't stay on campus before she did. And I did not remember how I got there. What? Yeah. You ain't run, though, right? No, I, I, I ran, like, <laughs> for my life. Like, you <laughs> Like, wow. I'm a black kid at a PWI, and they brought up dogs. So, uh, no. so that was, like, an eerie experience for me. Because I'm like, whose life was that? Yes. Like, who were you last full, life I am? Who was I in the past life, man? Who wow. was I? Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. A whole life that was not mine. I want to know. I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe I need to go see... <laughs> you need to go see Sister Mary Clarence Nungos. <laughs> Maybe, man, but that was that was just super eerie because I completely blacked out and I'm like, where am I? How did I get here? I'm in this chair. I'm like, what? What? It was like we ran. I was like, we did. What? What? Who? What? See, I don't have any extremely spooky stories. I feel like ghosts know better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like they just know better. They like that don't. With you. Yeah, don't come over here because <laughs> we scared the girl with the caution <laughs> on her. We not gonna mess with. I feel like they're just like okay, like she's no fun. Because I'm always just like, look, I can't, mm-mm, I can't do this. I'm a prey, and God is gonna say, get away from here. All right, get behind me. I know Jesus. So. <laughs> but um, I guess I could share a story. So I found this one story from BuzzFeed. So let's keep it going. We're going to look at a story and just do like a hypothetical, like what would you do in this scenario? Look, maybe you can relate because you were running in the 1950s or something. Yeah. You know? Knows, <laughs> but so this story is from user MMR1975. 975 for those of you who know the year. <laughs> so it says my mom always tells this story about one of the first houses she and my dad moved into whenever she would empty the dishwasher in the kitchen at night she could see someone outside the window watching her but when she would look in that direction there was no one there one afternoon my parents had a few friends over and they were headed out to get dinner one of their friends complained about being cold so my dad said that he could borrow a jacket he just had to go upstairs to the bedroom the guy went in alone to grab it. He was taking a little long, so my mom went into the house to check on him, and he came barreling down the stairs, white in the face. When my mom asked if he was okay, he said that after grabbing the jacket, he went out into the hallway and saw a man at the end of the hallway dressed in old diving gear with a metal helmet and boots. My parents moved out shortly after. So, um, MMR... Yeah, they didn't take much. Yeah, they were like... Fuck you talking about. And see, that's what I think ghosts would know with me. Like, she ain't playing them it's type of games. Yeah. It's time. Like, I will move on a bitch, okay? That's just like a 
like, am I hallucinating? Am I a little tired today? Like, to just up and move after one incident, though? So, I'm going to assume this man is white because he was white, he was white in, in the face. face. Because they're, that's not easy for us to do. Unless you're yeah, like, but let's take no. That's, that's something <laughs> black people would do. Like, it I ain't messing with this ghost. It does sound blackish. But what would you... Well, Anthony, what would you do in that situation? I wouldn't have moved after one incident. I mean, you didn't because Sister Mary Clarence Nunn goes in your <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah, she so. was nice to us. And so I probably would have been like, what did I see? And I, whenever I see a thing, I always doubt it and question it. And I'm like, okay, if I see it again, then it is a thing. Mm-hmm. And then why am I seeing this thing? Like, does it actually... Is this for me? Is this for somebody else? So that's probably... I wouldn't have just up and left after seeing something one time. It's okay. like, come on. Give it a chance. I would have got some sage. Forget that. Hello? I'm I'm saging. Wear some holy water. Pastor, give me some holy water. I mean, there are priests out here who do exorcisms. I just saw on Dr. Phil, there's a man who does exorcisms. Is that what you would have did? No, because I'm too cheap for that. Um, (laughs) You get sage at five below. But no, seriously. (laughs) No, like seriously. Like, I would probably do sage. I would probably do sage. I'm not even going to bullshit you. Like, the moving out thing, it would just be like, oh, yeah. You know what? It would remind me of that episode of Martin where um, one of the Halloween episodes, not the the, um, one where they were in the apartment. Um, who was the other one? Oh, the one where they had bought the house. And remember, Mr. T played the oh, guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God, Anthony, watch Martin, please. God please. damn. You always got Martin references. He just gets on my nerves. It was all, like, disappearing. Let me talk to the person at the table who watched Martin. Okay. Shoot. But, yes, so it would be like that. I feel like it would be like that episode, you know, like, um, when you see the dog. Well, because at the end, remember it was that, that dog or something that barked? Mm-hmm. And then I feel like I'd be like, oh, no, we got to get the fuck up out of here. Um, move all my shit. And guess what? Let me talk to the landlord or whoever. Or um, let me talk to the person who sold me this house. Take your fucking house back. Contract is null and void. Like, <laughs> fuck you talk about. You got ghosts in here. You ain't even tell me that stupid shit. You can't prove that. Yeah, and then you're going to have to break the lease, and then that's going to cost you money. Well, thank you in advance for telling me what I can and can't prove just because I'm going to get some video cameras and I'm going to make sure that shit works. That costs money, though. You said you on a budget. I ain't that cheap, all right? I'm going to get some shit that work. (laughs) Better get that sage. Get that sage. Oh, my gosh. We're going to get something that works. Get some sage off the cabinet. (laughs) If you just so happen to oh, set it on fire. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. here's my other one. Have y'all ever bought stuff off of Craigslist? Or like one of yes. the other sites, like yes. the Let It Go or something? Mm-hmm. Have you? Yeah, I have not. I have. What None have you of bought them. off of it? Like what things, what are your things that are like, I'll buy this and things that are like, no, I'm not buying So it. when I moved back from California, I sold a whole bunch of stuff okay. from my apartment because it's too expensive to move stuff cross country. Um, and I've also bought some stuff so like stuff that doesn't have fabric because people got bed bugs and roaches and all that other stuff so like tv stand dining room table Mm -hmm. stuff that creatures can't hide in yeah but i've sold like desk nightstand tv whatever okay and you never i don't trust people (laughs) <laughs> like I need it new out the box. Yeah, I need to hit the. I do not understand. 
This threshold of I'm trying to save money, so I would think that you would do a Craigslist. I can go to the thrift store. Anthony, there are other ways, okay? Okay, okay. Or know somebody and know somebody. Let's stop playing. Uh, so I too have done the Craigslist thing, kind of similar to you. I think it's always been furniture stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I may have done like an electronic thing or two, mm-hmm. um, but it's usually like that kind of stuff. So this um, man, he was a um, big music enthusiast. More so, he was into pianos, mm-hmm. and so. Um, He's very much into him that he had a few. He's had like a few pianos in his lifetime, mm-hmm. but it wasn't out of the ordinary for him to have more than one piano at a time. And so he saw on Craigslist. He was just like going through, just looking to see what he could mm-hmm. see. And he saw this old looking piano that he was like, it looks very beautiful. Um, the woman didn't list the price for it or anything. She like described the piano kind of in detail. And so he asked if he could set up a time and go see it. And she was like, yeah, please come see it. Please come check it out. So he checks it out. um, And he gets to her house and he sees the piano and he's like, his mouth drops. He's just like, it looks so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And the the woman is thinking that like, oh no, this looks like it needs a lot of work. I don't want it. And she's trying to like upsell it. And he was like, no, it looks beautiful. And she was like, I just tried to like tune it up before you got here. And so he played it a little bit, and he was like, okay, it needs some work, but, like, I want it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so how much are you selling it for? And she was like, I'm not. She's like, I want it off my hands, and I want it with somebody who's going to, like, actually play with it and take care of it. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to you for free. And he was like, no, I can't let you give it to me for free. And she was like, yes, please take it off my hands. I'm just happy that you're going to take it. So he leaves with the piano, and then he slips, like, $100 in her mailbox. He was mm-hmm. like, there's no way I can just take this. So he gets the piano at home. Um, and gets it situated to where he wants it at and, um, you know, closes the piano and everything. And the next day he's like, you're ready to go to work and stuff. So he didn't have time to play with it. He goes upstairs and he hears a noise and it sounds like, um, I forgot what it's called, where the piano lifts up and then it slams down like the door on top Mm -hmm. of it. He hears the door slam down and he comes downstairs and he checks and he was like, that's weird. It sounded like the door slammed, but I already had the door down, so why did mm-hmm. it slam? So then he goes back upstairs, um, does what he needs to do. He gets, goes to work. He comes home. Um, piano is there. Door is down. And he goes upstairs to like get undressed, get ready for bed. He hears the door slam again. This time he goes to check on the piano, and the door is up. It sounds like a slam, but the door is up. And he was like, okay, I know I did not lift this door up. What's going on with this? He's like, okay, I had a long day. I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. He puts the door down again to make sure. Like, okay. Goes to bed. Goes to lay down. And he starts hearing the piano play. And he was like, what the fuck is happening? I know this is what I'm hearing right now. Nobody else is in my house. I live alone. He goes downstairs. The door is up again. But this time, the keys are pressed down. There's, like, keys that are down. And he was like, why are the keys stuck? And he's trying to press the keys. And nothing is happening with it. Um, He goes and shuts the door again. And then goes upstairs. It's like, it's late. I can't fool with this. He starts feeling like the house is moving and the house is shaking. And so, he's in his room. The whole house. Mm. And then he's in his room. He starts freaking out because he starts hearing a knock at his bedroom door. 
And so he goes ahead, he uses the furniture to like block the door and stuff. And then the sounds start to like go down. And then as soon as they do, and he feels like the coast is clear, he gets in his car and he goes back to the woman's house to say, hey, you gotta effing get your piano and what is up with this? So as he pulls up to her house in the middle of the night, gets ready to go to her door and ring the bell, he sees like this black figure, this cloak in front of him that tells him to go home. Oh, hell no. So he turns around, he gets back in his car, freaked the fuck out. And goes home. And so he was like, well, that was a sign to him that, like, I'm the owner of the piano now. And they don't want me to return it back. And that I have to do it. He really went back home. He went back home. Funny. So, he goes back home. Long story short, the incidents happened like this, like, a few times with him. And then finally, one night, when there was more door knocking at his, like, bedroom door and stuff, he just sat there and, like, sat in it. The guy who was, like, the cloak figure unveils himself. He said that the man looks familiar. It looks like it was an old friend of his. And when the guy was getting ready to start asking questions, it disappeared. After that, all of it went away. Wait, the guy appeared? There was an image that appeared and it had a cloak on, the same cloak that told him to go back home before. And then he takes the hood off and he's like, he recognized who the person was. It was a friend of his. And as soon as he's getting ready to start asking questions, then the figure disappears. After that, nothing else happened with the piano, and he kept the piano. What would you have done in that situation? Number one, know who your creepy friends are. Right. <laughs> That's it. Your creepy friends? It was a spirit. He said it's the, the person looked familiar. It looked familiar. Like a friend. What you would have walked through the spirit though? It was telling him to go back home. It was blocking the door, so he couldn't. I mean, if it's a spirit, that means it's translucent. If it's the person, uh, so you wouldn't have been like, no, you a spirit. I'm running right through. I I wouldn't have went home. No, I wouldn't went home. Mama, mama, you didn't get mama. I'm going to my mama's fever. I'm going to a hotel. Haunt this bitch. (laughs) Mama, I'm here. Spend the night on the couch uh-huh. until it's daytime. I ain't going home right now. Oh gosh! Nah, I want that. Wouldn't your mom be mad at you for making bringing the spirit Don't to care. the house? You, the spirit ain't traveling. The spirit with the piano. The piano was That's not right. with I me. I mean, the spirit traveling no, him to the woman's house. house because he thought that the spirit was only gonna stay at the piano. The piano. Well, was at least I'm house. not going to die alone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that damn, I'm gonna die with my mama. That damn Annabelle doll. Mm. Ain't it a spirit in the Annabelle doll that like travels with the doll? Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. Let me say something. Stage off the cabinet. No it's pianos for me anytime soon, so don't even worry about it. Right. Because that could have been some roaches in the <laughs> No, Hey, I've seen it happen though. Somebody bought a piano into <laughs> into their house and they had roaches. <laughs> could have been could have been a, a rat in there. The roaches probably shook the house, so many of them in there.
First of all, if anything is at my door, I got something underneath my pillow that gonna make that thing clap back. I don't care what nobody say. Excuse me. Hello. Who here? But how does that work with a spirit? The spirit don't. That's before we know it's a spirit, Anthony. Follow the story. Okay. 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 Because after that, uh, yeah, no, I'm getting out that house. I'm not even sleeping here. Because how do you go back to sleep? Yeah, I gotta walk away from that. Sorry, I'm throw the whole house away, burn it down to the ground. You got insurance money. (laughs) Now I don't know about the burning part because that's not realistic for myself. You insured. Take your social security card, your ID. Your, your passport, but, um, a change of clothes. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go rent a hotel room, you know. Maybe the spirit can follow me there and stay there, you know nah, what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe they want to live in that. Motel 6 or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> throw the whole house away. Uh, I mean, you know, sage. Yeah, throw the whole house away. That's going to have to come. I mean... The piano, the I house. Would, I, would, I would love to throw the whole house away. But like... That's why you got it in That ain't gonna happen. What would you do in that situation? So, after it happened like the second time and I would be like, it's here. I don't know why he didn't... He moved to investigate to go talk to the woman to get the piano back. I would have just got rid of the piano. I don't need to talk to the woman no more. Like I would have just been like, hey, it's daytime. Just the same way I brought this piano in here, I'm gonna take this piano out and I'm gonna just leave it somewhere. It sounds like she put a hex on the whole family. Goddamn. Hey, Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. <laughs> okay? Right. Like, That's I, what it sounds like. Mm, nope. Mm, I'm getting out the house. That sounds like the Teddy Perkins episode of Atlanta, for real. Oh, uh, yeah. That creepy ass. <laughs> that was creepy. Episode. I love that. It was creepy. I don't care what's hot that. Throw <laughs> the whole house away. Burn it to the ground. I'll build a new. The piano's probably insured for some good money. Yeah. Start over in a new state, get a new identity. I'm getting out of there. That <laughs> Why you guys got a whole new identity? This is not finding me. <laughs> she going to Mexico and shit. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> get a nice little property, become a landlord, make some money. Oh, nah, mm, won't find gosh. me. My name is Roberta. Come on now. <laughs> Sorry, now you gotta choose a new name because you know she it. know here. Okay, all right. <laughs> Do you have another story? <laughs> um, so this other one, because uh, I know we also wanted to talk about like low key scamming like situations. <laughs> so I was dating this guy, and he was low key getting on my nerves because he he was he was Puerto Rican, but he came from this like his mama babied him kind of like household you know like this the man's supposed to be the man but the man also supposed to be treated like a child weird real weird mm-hmm. a um, lot of men come from those households <laughs> keep going <laughs> and so we were dating whatever and my homegirl's like yeah i was you know there's this lift driver that's what he did he was lift driver and the, and she was like yeah he's talking about how he can't find a good woman blah 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 and she starts like describing him and I was like, because I low-key got hatfish. So... Got hatfish? Hat, you know what hatfishing is? No. All right. So, wow. hatfishing... It's because you had like, hair your whole life. That's why. Right. When guys, oh. start, when guys start losing their hair, they'll put on a hat because they still got it yeah. on the sides and stuff. Okay. They yeah. take the hat off. The Sherman they, Hemsley, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. I described him because his hairline was like mad messed up. Like, 
don't know if it's barber just if he cheated on his barber that we that's what happened <laughs> but she was tell she was like yeah he was talking about how he has this girlfriend um who who lives in the Dominican Republic they grew up together in Philly and she has a kid that she got pregnant in college blah 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 she's supposed to be moving back come to find out it's the same dude I'm talking to I, I'm like, yo, I'm over this dude, wait, what? whatever. Wait, wait, you gotta wait, you gotta slow wait, down. What? So you, your friend was in the lift with him. Yeah. And she's telling you the story. About him. How did y'all connect the two together? So she was like, oh, he's Puerto, he's Puerto Rican, he's from Philly, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hold up, is this what he looked like? And I showed him a picture, I showed her a, a picture of him. She's like, yeah, that's what he looked like. And I was like, so Shorty got a whole girlfriend in a whole another country. Oh, all right, still trying to date. Later that day, I get a text like, hey, uh, I need some gas money. Can I get like $30? And I'm like, uh, hell no. Uh, you a Lyft driver, you get paid weekly. <laughs> and don't they have the ability for you to cash out the same day? Because I used to be a Lyft driver. Right, she right. Don't play with her. I'm like, you got enough gas in your tank to meet the minimum. <laughs> cash out, put more gas in your tank, honey. Because we not doing that today, boo-boo. And uh, I was like, you know, you can... That way you can put some gas in your tank so you go pick up your girlfriend from the Dominican Republic and at the airport. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Was <laughs> this all over the phone or in person? This was this was on the phone. Like, no, you not no. So you wow. want gas money from me and you work at a job where you can get paid same day. Nah, sir. <laughs> like, how many women did you text to see if you can get gas money out of? No, thank you. How many women gave him the gas money? Hmm. Not not this one. Was it your mommy? Not this one. <laughs> not this one. Okay. Oh, God. Not this one. You a grown man. <laughs> well, I have... Horrible. I have a similar, almost similar date story. So, like, internet dating for me has, like, been... Uh, it sucks. It's been so random. Like, I've met random people... And um, my most recent internet Uh-oh. boo thing. Um, so he was. Oh shit! I'm about to be revealing. No, I'm not gonna reveal all that. Yeah, go on, go on, go on. Okay, never mind. Know. Actually, because this is integral to the story. So okay. Spill the tea. So okay. So he. <laughs> he gonna listen. So. <laughs> <laughs> I send you the link. <laughs> so. He's Nigerian. He's been in America for a very long time. So, um, apparently, like, I was swiping. We swiped each other. We matched. We started connecting and dating. My cousin sent me... Oh, no, I was telling my cousin because me and my cousin, we, like, me and all my friends who I know are on dating apps, we like, yo, like, let's connect, like, this guy, all right, you dating this guy? Okay, let's make sure he ain't pulling nothing. That's happened to us. Yeah, it had it actually has. That's one of them, but that's not the one. Anyway, <laughs> this time this happened with my cousin. So my cousin was like, um, this was like when we had first started dating. My cousin was like, oh, he swiped me and we started chatting, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, okay. So I confront him and I was like, oh, you chatting with my cousin? He's like, who your cousin? Your cousin is a liar. So <laughs> I say he's Nigerian. Did I do it? I'm sorry if I insulted anybody. But <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he said, who your cousin? Your cousin is a liar. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna keep my eye on your ass. 
So I'm a Were y'all like exclusive? No, we were not. We were not exclusive. Okay. We were not exclusive. So um, we were just dating, but I don't date people who are dating the people I know. Mm-hmm. That's just a yeah. no for me. Uh-huh. So that was gonna be an end to that. So um, I was like, okay. So I'm checking up with her. I'm like, okay. I'm like. Send me some screenshots or something so I can get some fucking evidence. She like, I ain't had no screenshots. I'm like, so I can't prove nothing. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. So I'm just like, okay. But yeah, but I'm just like keeping it in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So we continue going. We continue conversing and we're talking and we're getting to know each other. And we're dating and it's not exclusive. And so eventually we, you know, step apart from each other and we're not dating anymore. And my cousin, I I just told her, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not talking to him anymore. Like, we haven't dated and blah, blah, blah. Like, probably, it had been, like, a few months, and then I told her. Because I I really don't, like, tell her, like, every update on my dating life. Mm -hmm. I'm just either talking to somebody, or I'm not talking to somebody, or I'm chilling. Whatever. (laughs) So, she was like, oh, I didn't know you hadn't been talking to him that long. And I'm like, hmm, what you guys say? And so... She sends me, no, she's, she was like, oh, he been popping up in my messages with a whole new name. Same picture, same face, sunglasses on this one. And I was like, huh, where is your evidence? She finally sends me the screenshot. I said, excuse me, you got a whole new name? And so I reach out to my Nigerian network. Thank you, my sisters and my brothers, okay? I reach out to my network uh, and I'm like, do y'all know? <laughs> But they don't know. They don't know, dude. So, um, my but my friend, she did teach me the code. 419, 419. I know it. Okay. And I was ready with the ammunition for whatever he texted me back. So, I called. I called him just to be Wait, like... Wait, at this point, y'all weren't talking anymore. No, we weren't talking. Okay. So, it had probably been like two or three months since I had talked to him. I called him. And I was like, hmm, keep popping up. Let's uh let's see what this is like. I just like maybe I just want to hear. He answers the phone, and so um I was like on my lunch break or something. So I was like I'm about to get off my lunch break. I'm gonna have to call you back. So we really didn't talk much. But then I was like okay, I'm gonna call him back and I'm gonna confront his ass. <laughs> you got a whole new name. So <laughs> you was dedicated. To I was so movie. dedicated. I just deleted the picture of the screenshot last week. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> so um, I called him, no, no answer. Call again, no answer. And I was like, okay, you may have gotten away with it this time, but I'm about to blast. No, I didn't blast him though, but I should have because 419s need to be kept out of our inboxes. Mm-hmm. Scammer story one. <laughs> No, it's so it's so crazy how like people be trying to scam. Like it's it's so like yeah, because it's like word. This is what we do now. Yeah, but like for you to, I know you this whole way, and I've been in your house and seen your mail. This is your name. <laughs> this is your real name. <laughs> it's your government. Okay. And then you popping up on dating apps with whole new names and mm-hmm. sending my cousin another message again like you ain't seen her before. And she was like, he back in my box. I'm like, okay, thanks for telling me. You did well this time, cousin. So I'm just like, I don't understand. But it's crazy because I didn't, I didn't tell y'all. I skipped some things. But 
He had been at, like, I remember one time, um, he had asked me for like $200. I said, I don't have it for you. I didn't say I ain't have it. I said, I don't have it for you because mm-hmm. I don't know no money to no niggas. Um, <laughs> but then he, every, every once in a while, like we would hang out and we'd be drinking. He'd be like, Oh, I'm trying to get some, I'm trying to get some weed or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know nobody. And so I'm just straight up dry with it. See, that's why I tell you, you can't scam nobody like me because I'm cold blooded sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I don't have no problem with being that way. And so I was just thinking like, after I realized he was scamming and had put out a whole new name mm-hmm. on the internet, I was like, if I would have really gave that nigga $200, yes. I would have been out of $200. Mm-hmm. But I would have had to pull up at his door. Don't worry, guys. I know where he lives. <laughs> just like this one dude if you going to keep talking about whatever but this is one guy we went on a date we went on a date right date was amazing we found out we have a friend in common right stop come to find out that friend is his best friend and I used to work with his best friend we were real tight so I was like oh you know so and so and he's like who that and I was like Okay, but I did my research, okay, because I am FBI, okay? Mm-hmm. Catfish need to hire me, okay? So, <laughs> I was like, yeah, y'all took a picture, and I went back. I was like, yeah. Wow. That I liked it. He was like, that's not his name. Receipts. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? That's not his name. Come to find out, y'all got a whole girlfriend and a kid using the, using his middle name on a dating site. And then I came into his account again. On a dating site Swiping. under a different name. Mm. Yeah. I was like, sir. Yeah. Do you not know how algorithms work? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, not. There's <laughs> people that pop up and I'm like, yo, you got a whole girlfriend. Why Why are you still on here? Wow. Report well, him. Because <laughs> I keep waiting to get. Well, I ain't been on dating apps in a while. But when I get back on that bitch, if I see you, I'm reporting your ass. That's a whole nother podcast show. <laughs> it's cheaters. Yeah, it is. It is. So my, y'all reminded me, my eeriest scam and scariest one was last year. And whoever it was that was after me and trying to take my info was serious and had some shit. Because they called my dad and was like, um, that I was applying for a job and that I listed him as a reference and they needed to verify my social security number. Shut up! Yes. Mm. And my dad was like, if he's applying for a job, why wouldn't you call him to talk to you to give him your social security number? He was like, we got it. So anyway, my dad was like, okay, he's scamming. It was the same week that my mom called and she was like, hey, she was like, I got a phone call and she was like, I didn't listen to the voicemail, but it was the same thing about you applying for a job and they've sent like a piece of mail in here for you um, saying to send this information back and they need it by this time. I was like, yo, somebody is really trying to fucking get me. No, my parents trying to get my shit. Thankfully, my parents were wise enough to be like, nah, this don't sound right. Wow. But it's like shit like that that was like, I have no idea who these people are, whatever. And I was, like, checking constantly after it happened. I was like, they are after me to try to get my shit. I don't know why. I ain't got it like that. But right, I was about to be like, you or whatever you I don't know what you getting. I can't get no credit cards because my credit is trash. Okay, so they sis. Get what they wanted, okay? Yep. Nah, wow. Man. That's why I don't answer. No phone numbers that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Get the fake IRS calls. Oh, no. Or keep telling me to um, consolidate my student loans. Bitch, pay mine, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a millennial. 
millennial. We're all broke. Okay? My favorite is when they call and tell me like your warranty on your car is up. I'm like, mm, no, not me. No, no, it's not. Wrong, it's not. wrong person. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are wild. These are wild. Yes. So, um, let's continue the conversation. Y'all email us or message us with some of the horrific, whether they be scam, spirit stories, whatever they were that you've experienced. We want to hear some more, even beyond the Halloween holiday. So, because we know y'all got some stories about these scammers. Just saying. Especially about the scammers. And if y'all need to us to investigate, okay, <laughs> I got an app. <laughs> I got your mama email, your email, your baby mama email address, phone numbers, last known addresses. I got you, okay? Uh, uh. I got you at Isley underscore pod. Got you. (laughs) That's the side hustle. That's the side hustle. Uh. Classmates, classmates, get out your pins and papers, get ready to take down your homework. So it is homework time. All right. Homework, homework. Homework. Who wants to go first? Not me. Um, I will go first. Okay. So I am working in healthcare and mm-hmm. I'm working in food in the food industry. So I have to wash my hands so much now. Mm-hmm. And with the dry season coming, mm-hmm. um, I was washing my hands and you know, hands for black people or for people of color, melanated folk. You know, you get a little ashy mm-hmm. and my cuticles started splitting. Like, I haven't gotten my nails done in a while, but my cuticles started splitting. And so, I was on Etsy looking for a cuticle oil, and I happened to run across this um, wonderful, cute black face. And um, this person, she owns a... Well, she makes a polish, like a nail polish, that has, like... Um, I think it's called like five free and it's it's free of all these words I can't pronounce because I speak English and not this science shit. Um, <laughs> but it's like formaldehyde is one of them because that's the only thing I can pronounce. But all the other stuff is like sciencey stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, she has cuticle oils in these different colors and flavors. And I bought like the peach, like a pack. It's like a three pack of peach cuticle oils and it's called Ribbons Polish. R-I-B-B-O-N-S Polish. Um, you can find her on Etsy. And I also was messaging her because she's really great with her customer service. I remember um, the Etsy shop, it created like a, um, what is it called? Like a shipping label, mm-hmm. but it never sent to me. And so I messaged her and I was like, um, I see the label was created and it, the, I've never received the package. Like I was looking forward to receiving your package by now especially based on your shipping info that you put on your page. And she was like, I'm so sorry. Um, I handed it directly to the mailman. I don't know what happened, but I'm going to throw in a polish for you and I'm going to walk it to the mailbox myself and um, Mm -hmm. put a USPS, um, what is it, confirmation on there. Mm -hmm. So she did all that and I received it like two two days later and she's been amazing. So you guys look her up on Instagram. She is Ribbons Polish on Instagram. She's amazing. Her name is Rayshawn Hodge. Um, I recommend, like, so far, I've been using her stuff for, like, the past few days, and my cuticles are very soft. Like, it hasn't been any ripping. Like, mm-hmm. my hands are in great condition, mm-hmm. even after I'm drying and washing with them super harsh, like, sanitizing soap. So, mm-hmm. check out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Awesome. 
All right, so I'll go next. Um, so I'm not sure if y'all have heard about the lip bar, but I've been talking about them for a while. I heard about it from you. Yes. So <laughs> I found out about them at BeautyCon, mm-hmm. um, and then I saw them again at the Essence Beauty Carnival in New York. But it is one of the founders is Melissa Butler. She actually. Uh, brought the lip bar on Shark Tank and was actually rejected. Like, they read them for filth. Mm-hmm. But um, because their products are cruelty-free, vegan, and it's black-owned. Mm-hmm. So their Instagram is at the lip bar. They've actually expanded just from lip products. They now have this, um, like, fast face combo mm-hmm. where you have foundation. The foundation is actually in a brush, and you can actually match it to your Fenty shade, Ooh. which is a little shady. But it's okay. Um, but it's literally a kit for your full face. So I like that it has mascara, it has eyeliner, it has a brow pencil and brow gel. It has a palette where you have blush, highlighter, contour, and face powder. Um, and it's really dope. I can't wait to get mine. That's in. so neat. It's like, especially for holiday season, because mm-hmm. Christmas coming up, and that's like a nice little gift to get somebody all right. in one. Oh, yeah. And it's like eighty nine ninety nine. Yeah. So, for makeup, that's cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. When, for all those products, it is. For all those products at once. And I love and foundations quality. where it's in the brush. That way, you don't have to buy anything extra. Mm-hmm. And it even comes with like a like a contour blush brush, too. So, I'm excited. Mine's on the way. I know people were buying it like crazy. Mm. Um, but it, it is actually, um, you can find their lip products in Target as well. So, they're in a lot of Targets as well. So, they're yeah. called the lip bar. Mm. Target be for the culture sometimes, man. I'm right? I don't know what's going on with Target, but they're supporting a lot of black-owned businesses yeah. and allowing them to put their products in their stores. Mm-hmm. So, they're trying to get us back. <laughs> no, they had us, man. <laughs> uh, Little Tajay. So mine is going to be a show that I think has been out for a while because I've been saying that I should watch it and haven't. Have y'all watched What If on Netflix? I have. I have. We should do a whole episode on that. But if you haven't, it's you weird watch. to me. Did it come out with new se- with a new season or something? I'm only on episode one. I don't know if there's okay. more. Okay, we'll keep going. But it's a show where uh, you should explain it. You know, probably more. It's than weird I do. to me. It really <laughs> is. Well, it's weird to me because um, I've I watched the whole season. Okay, so, so it's weirder beyond episode one. To me, it does. Yes. Okay. I don't know because I was I like I don't know I'm not a fan of it. I'll say that okay. it kept me engaged because I was interested in seeing where it went, and I didn't really like where it went. Mm-hmm. It was it was strange to me. But what is it? But it was though? interesting. Um, Renee Zellweger, she's the okay. star in it. Um, I can't call the other two main actors, but basically, Renee Zellweger plays like this very high profile, like boss bitch, like um, millionaire mogul, mm-hmm. and she's like very powerful, very in charge of things. And um, there's like this girl who. Is trying to start a gen, a, what is it, genetic, genetic kind of line or whatever. Yeah, it's like cancer. a ge- it's like a genetic company to help cure cancer. So um, okay. they're like, it's like all this work and stuff going in through like pharmaceuticals and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. a lot of power players in there, but um, well, in terms of the plot, mm-hmm. 
But um, I don't know. It's weird to me. It so is. They, they get to a point where she, without saying too much about the show, she's trying to get this off the ground and she can't. And Renee Zellweger is like, how much do you believe in this? And do you mm-hmm. want this to happen? And she was like, this is number one. This is my priority. And she was like, so much so that you would put your like, relationship at risk. Because she has like a very good marriage. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband have a really trusting relationship. And so she gives it a deal that like, I'll help start your business if you give me like a night with your husband. And so, um, and it, so, and she talks about in the beginning, she has like a book on like talking about how people have these standards and these morals and, mm-hmm. but like, what about the what if, what if I throw something in there to kind of like make you question these things mm-hmm. and shake these things up. Um, so the first episode seems like it leads to like more of those things where, um, things could be shaken up. I'm interested in seeing what you're talking about and how it gets twisted and keeps going, but Encourage everybody to watch it for homework because I really feel like that is there could be an episode um, on our podcast about it. I definitely think it's a, it can be a discussion mm-hmm. had about it, but or just the premise of it. Yeah, but it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go because I just started watching stuff on Netflix again, and I've been binging stuff. So. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, let us know how you like it. Or yeah. if you like it. Yeah. Because I don't know what I do. <laughs> I have to check it out. <laughs> okay, guys. So, um, that's it. We're at the end. Well, let's uh, plug our social media. You want to plug your social media again? Sure, because I've been doing it throughout the episode. <laughs> so, again, it's Celeste, the golden goddess of I Slay the Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at I Slay underscore pod. And the link is in the bio for where to listen to us. My personal Instagram is at underscore Celeste underscore. So that's C-E-L-I-S-S-E. All right. And um, we're No Class Podcast. Yes, yes. And you can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram at No Class Podcast. Um, on Twitter, No underscore Class Podcast. And if you have any inquiries, questions, um, Anthony been asking for donations. Yep. I would like some too. <laughs> but I'ma just say Anthony been asking for him. This shit ain't for free. This shit ain't for free. <laughs> you can contact us at no.classpodcast at gmail.com. And guys, we're on a few other platforms in terms of streaming like Spotify and Overcast. If you guys wanna listen to that, to us on those platforms, you can go to our Instagram and follow the link on Anchor and we'll be right there. It's a link to Spotify. It's a link to all the other um, streaming platforms that we own. So, yeah. So, stay melanated, stay hydrated, and glowed up. And we will see y'all next time.